Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! All right, we're going to go ahead and bring Fort Hayes State to the stage. We've got head women's coach Tony Hobson, head men's coach Mark Johnson. The Fort Hayes State women posted a record of 22-4 and in the 2021 season. The Tigers were crowned the MIAA regular season champions and made the program's seventh NCAA tournament appearance. Tony Hobson is entering his 14th season as the head women's coach. The Fort Hayes State men's team finished the season with a record of 14 and 14. Head coach Mark Johnson is in his 21st season leading the Tigers. Coach Hobson, if you want to start with opening remarks, followed by Coach Johnson, please. Well, I hope, I hope the preseason poll is, is more accurate than it was last year um, for us. Um, being, being picked at the top is also always a little bit of added pressure. Um, and, and really the uh, preseason poll is not that terribly important, but it's a, it's a starting spot. Um, we, we had a, a great year last year. Uh, we have all of our starters back, um, although um, we, we had a good run going through the conference. I think we won 17 straight uh, conference games, which is really hard to do. Uh, we, we got bit by the injury bug and lost two starters in the last three weeks of the regular season, and it, it hurt us in the, in the conference tournament and then in the regional. Uh, so we, we don't have those two back yet, and we won't um, to begin the season. We hope to get them both back sometime during the season. Um, we have a couple of uh, seniors uh, that chose to use their uh, COVID year, and. Uh, back and they were both first team all-conference players Jaden Hobbs Whitney Randall it's great to have them back again um, it's always good to have a point guard that's uh, a great player because I think you win a lot of close games uh, with guards because the ball is always in their hands and she averaged six assists a year last year and and I think I don't think anybody else even averaged over four in our conference or even four, and we also were among the leaders in, in uh, fewest turnovers. So I think that reflects a lot on her. Uh, Whitney Randall is a, is a good scorer and a, a very active player, and, and they play well together. So um, we have, we have uh, a lot back, and we added some, some new faces also. So on paper, which is uh, useless, it uh, looks like we should be pretty good, but uh, we'll see how things go. We, we had a couple players. Well, more than a couple. We had several players have great years for us, and and last year and, and great years uh, aren't guaranteed. Just because you come back, you still have to you still have to be ready and play well. Uh, just again, good to be here in person. Like I've heard all day, you know, it's great uh, situation here, great environment. We're really lucky to have to have this and be a part of it. Um, you know, looking at last year, 500. You know, was not what we're trying to do by any means, but 
Uh, you know, we, we kind of lost some guys, the injuries, but I think it really played, it's going to pay benefits this year. We had kids that maybe weren't expecting to play, especially young guys. They got to play more than we would have ever thought, and I think you're going to see uh, the effects of that this year, that they're going to be ready to go and, and uh, have good seasons for us. Uh, like Tony, see, we're fortunate. Jared Vidstam, a first-team all-league guy, is coming back for his COVID year. And he led the nation in double-doubles, so that's a pretty good starting point to, to have coming back. Um, we're going to have old big guys and young guards, even though experience, but a lot of our guards will still be sophomores and we'll play Elijah, who's basically be his first year or two. Uh, you know, and Nigel will give the one experience. But again, we're excited about this year. feel like we should be much improved. And uh, it's an extremely challenging and difficult league with the best teams in the country. Uh, but we got to go get them. And uh, I mean, I think these guys have enough experience right now and, and ready to go. And, we anticipate uh, a much better year than, than we've had. So uh, hopefully moving forward, we stay healthy and, and good things happen. Um, and uh, we're, we're excited for the challenge of the MIAA. I guess, Tony, um, <laughs> you mentioned the injuries. And it seems like you've been snake bit for several years with, with injuries. Do you evaluate and, and change how you go, go about practice or go about your season, or is it just you know, one of those things that's part of the game? Well, we've thought about trying to go through the season without, without ever practicing, <laughs> but I don't know if that would work either. Um, you know, both of these injuries last year were contact injuries. They weren't freak things. They were, they were taking it to the basket and got hit, you know, and, and, and that's going to happen in women's basketball. Um, Knee injuries are, I think, eight to one more frequent than men's basketball, and uh, it's just it's going to happen. So you do all the preventative stuff you can, and then you just hope you stay healthy. I mean, I've I've had teams before earlier in my career uh, that we we had our top eight on the team did not miss one practice or one game for the entire year, and we played 38 games and won national titles. So you just you don't know, and. Uh, when you say snake bit, you're, you know, we've been unlucky. Uh, the timing of the injuries has been really, really bad uh, towards the end of the year with, with uh, when you're number one in the region <laughs> and you lose point guards. And uh, we, we, it's happened to us three times now. So we, we hope we have a little better, better luck this year and uh, hope to get those kids back and, and into the fold and, and uh, make another run at it. And Mark? You got some of the injured players back as the season went along. How important was, I think you won eight of your last 12 to kind of set the foundation for the offseason of this year? Yeah, I think so. You know, we finished the year eight out of 12, seven out of three, look, or seven, yeah, seven. We went seven and three to finish the year. Our losses were at Northwest on the road, uh, buzzer beater at Rogers and a one possession game at home against Missouri last year. You know what I mean? So we had a real close from finishing nine and one. And that's just with having a couple, one or two of the, 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 our guys back. Uh, that didn't play. So, uh, again, it was a struggle early in the season. Uh, you know, but again, I, I think it's now that that's behind us, it was nothing but a benefit. Uh, Caleb Hamicky got to play 30 minutes a night, was freshman of the year. Quentin Rock played 30 minutes a night. He would have been freshman of the year if Caleb wasn't his teammate, you know, uh, things like that. So, uh, we've had a lot of guys get a lot of game time experience, and, and they should be not be you know, young people anymore. They should be ready to, to play. And obviously, like I said, with Jared coming back, I think we have 12 guys back. We brought in two freshmen that 
we'll see if they can contribute. Then we brought in one transfer that I think was a need up front, a four-man that can shoot it and bring a little more toughness to our team. Biggest thing for us is we just have to guard better. We didn't. We weren't a good enough defensive team last year. And, uh, you know, and obviously on offense, I would say we just need to take care of the ball better. But we were a pretty efficient offense. We just didn't get enough stops. So, and I think that's what young people struggle the most when they come to the next level is, is how hard you have to play on the other end and, and get stops. And it's not, a, uh, you know, you don't get to a guy in our league, they make the shot every time. You know, our league shoots it as well as anybody in the country. I think any conference, Division One, whatever, you go around the MIAA, our three-point shooting is phenomenal. So you've got to get out there and guard. And, and hopefully our guys, figured that out after a year going through it, through it. And I think we figured it out at the end of the year, and we hope it carries over to this coming year. Um, we do have a question from, from Twitter. This is from Mason Gentry. Coach Hobson, how do you see your additions, your newcomers this year, helping push this team to the next level and hopefully another MIAA championship? Well, I, they're going to play a lot, a, a big part, just because, like I said, we're we don't return two of those stars because they're injured. Um, we had, we didn't have a big recruiting class because we had six freshmen last year. So we brought in three freshmen um, and, and a, they're going to, they're going to play a role. Our freshmen are good players, our inco incoming ones. Um, now we have nine freshmen uh, last year's and this year. Uh, we also brought in a couple transfers. Uh, that are experienced players. One of those uh, kids will not play this year. We will probably medic, medical redshirt her. Um, the other player, uh, Lauren West, will will be a, a good player for us. She, she uh, she's a big guard, plays on the wing where we we need a little depth with with the injury situation. So um, I think. Uh, I think they're going to help us a lot. I think we will probably shoot the ball a little better from the perimeter. And we weren't that bad at it last year, but I think we added a couple shooters. Um, and and I, I just think, uh, you know, you just, everybody's bringing everybody back. So you can't just say, boy, if we can just be as good as we were last year, uh, everybody should be um, on paper, everybody should be better than they were last year. You've got everybody, a lot of people have everybody coming back. You add two or three key players. Uh, so it's going to be a real interesting year. Tony, I was going to ask you to expand on Jaden Hobbs. You talked about her six assists per game, but she also leads you in three-point percentage with 45%. She leads you in free throw percentage and over two steals a game. I mean, how special of a player is she and how much does she mean to your success? Well. You know, she's if if she was if I was coaching the men's team, I'd say she was a real stud. Uh, she she just does it all. She also leads our team. She took more charges last year than the rest of our team combined. Uh, she also averaged 15 points a game, 14.8 or something right behind uh, Whitney Randall. She's very unselfish. Um, I think her assist to turnover ratio was was uh, not quite four to one, which is if you boy, if you get somebody that's two to one, you feel fortunate. Uh, so she she's she can really pass it without being sloppy with it. She's unselfish. She doesn't take very many uh, bad shots. I know at one time last year uh, in January, so it wasn't right at the beginning of the season. She was shooting 
I think 58% from the field and 54% from the three. And then, you know, things tightened up a little bit. Uh, the defenses uh, were geared to trying to stop her. And, and uh, so she just is. She's the, a great point guard. It's a great place to have uh, your best player, you know, because they have the ball a lot. And she also really gives our, the rest of our team confidence because uh, she gets the ball to them when they need to have it. Uh, she's the best open floor point guard passer I've, I've ever had. And it's been 30 years or so. So I've, I've had a lot of good ones, really good ones. But she's as good at, at uh, getting the ball where it needs to go as I've ever had. So Coach Johnson, two-part question for you. One, uh, what a thrill that was uh, with what you did at Kansas State last year. Didn't, didn't just beat Kansas State, ran, ran them off the floor, so to speak, at their own place. Talk about what that win meant for your program, but at the same time, also what it means to have so many of your key guys back, from, from Jared to you know, the ter terrific freshman year, the hammock he had, uh, et cetera. What that win mean for your program and putting you in the national spotlight, uh, but at the same time, having those key guys back again for this season? Yeah, obviously the winning at K-State was huge for our team, our program, I think the athletic department, the school in general, with a lot of notoriety, a lot of things on social media with that. I think more than anything, though, just the experience of our players to do that. I think of all the other things that brought, I mean, that's something those guys will never, ever forget and they'll remember forever. So on a personal note for them individually, fantastic. Obviously, it helped our program get uh, some notoriety. I think it also shows you the depth of the MIAA. We beat K-State and uh, we finished tied for, I don't know, six or I don't remember what it was in the, in the middle of the pack there. Um, and, and we can beat K-State. So I mean, that just shows you the level of, of the MIAA. Uh, yeah, obviously it's nice having all these guys back, uh, experienced guys that play and they played, they all, these guys coming back are like to, are important positions. Your point guard is your, obviously it's, your most important position. So it's nice to have, we started all freshmen, all of our point guards that played every second last year until Nigel came back at the very end of the year, we're all freshmen. So now we have experience and uh, I think that should pay off and, and, and make a difference for us. And um, we're excited for the year. I think uh, sixth is where we should have been picked going into the season, uh, but we'll be disappointed if we finish sixth when it's all said and done. So one final one for, for both of you, when you think of uh, elite Division II basketball programs as a whole. Uh, you look at the facility, the arena you guys play in, the incredible community support. When you watch a game, seeing the stands packed, the cheerleaders, the band, you come to Municipal Auditorium for the great MIAA tournament, and you see fans all over from Fort Hayes State with the band, with the cheerleaders. Uh, it's incredible support. So if you don't mind, talk a little bit about your community support, your arena, and the whole program. It's just a fantastic uh, overall Division II college basketball program. Program. Yeah, you know, I can speak here first. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we, we feel like we have the best facility, best arena in the conference, and that's saying something because there's a lot of good arenas in this, in this conference. We uh, lead the league in attendance every year. I think we're usually close to second on the men's side, uh, most years behind Northern State, only one other program in the country usually. Um, and if, if you win, you're going to get tremendous support. So I think when you're winning and doing well, I, I can't imagine uh, there's not a better place to be in the league playing than at Fort Hayes State. And I think 
obviously Tony's have had great success recently when they hosted a regional. I mean, just unbelievable. Uh, Coach Brown with our football team has done a great job with our football. Look at our crowds of our, of our football team. If you can put a, a good product out there, they will come and support you big. And, and there's not a lot of Division II programs or schools or communities that can really say that anymore with the advent of you know, TV and all the action that's going on. Our people still come out and support us uh, pretty strongly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It, we, we have a great game venue. Uh, but if it was empty, it wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> you know, it'd be, uh, it, it wouldn't mean much. So it's, uh, it, it's just, a, you just have to have a, a good team uh, and somebody that they enjoy watching. And, and I think our team does a real good job of uh, giving, giving some of their time to, to the fans that, that do come. They, you know, they stick around and visit with everybody. And, um, I know Mark's team has to run through them sometimes getting out on the floor, and that's kind of a problem. But uh, just we, we have great support, and, and uh, our administration does a good job of, of putting on the game. I mean, I've, uh, we, I've never coached a game at Fort Hay State where the band wasn't there, the cheerleaders weren't there, the dance line wasn't there. They've been there at every home game, uh, and, and that's just something you don't see everywhere. So we. We, it's just kind of the whole package. It's a good place to a good place to play basketball and, and witness a game. Well, thank you so much, uh, Coach Hobson, Coach Johnson, for being here. Uh, best wishes to Fort Hayes State in the 21-22 season.